Hey everybody, welcome to Magical Moments with Mitch. My name is Mitch Newman, and uh, my intention as always is to add a little bit more magic to your already magical lives. And especially in times when many people are less inclined to feel the magic, notice the magic, or even sometimes want to even experience the magic. We are in challenging times. We went from a pandemic to front burner systemic racism, which, quite frankly, we have been avoiding. And I guess in many ways, for a lot of people, conveniently avoiding. Having to really dive in and really look at who we are as a nation and who we are as individuals making up this great nation. Now, in any leadership role, it's very important to look at different areas of our lives and see where we're leading and where we're not leading. And to own those places and spaces inside where we have perhaps dropped the ball. And I'm watching things unfold daily, as many of us are, on the news, in our neighborhoods and communities. I'm watching it through my own experiences, my own eyes, my own past. And I'm also watching it like many of you through the eyes of my children. And I'm watching fear and uncertainty kind of really rip through them, course through their veins, wanting to know what's really going on. And so shocking to many of us who were older, thinking back on our own childhoods, we just didn't have this to deal with. We just didn't see this. But we're at a tipping point. We're at a boiling over point. So as situations and institutions begin to crumble, and they often need to crumble before something bigger and better can take its place, this is the generation that's experiencing it. Now, I, I'm sad for my kids, as I know many parents are. And I also trust, beyond my own sadness and beyond their own fear and doubt and uncertainty, that as they move into adulthood, this will have prepared them to see themselves and the world through clearer eyes through a clear lens, not a foggy lens like many of us have um, experienced. So I look around, I look at the systemic racism, I look at the challenges and say, where have I been leading in the conversation? And I realize I have not. You know, everybody's talking about it's important to listen. Well, the truth of the matter is I haven't been asking the questions. See, all of my black brothers and sisters, I don't think about beyond spending time with them. I don't think about their drive home at 2 o'clock in the morning. just never thought about it, what must go through their minds. I don't think about and haven't thought about in the past what black mothers and fathers have to talk to their kids about. 
when they go out at night. It's a whole different conversation. I can't quite be listening if I'm not asking the questions. And I can't find solutions if I'm not asking the questions and listening. And it's not for me, as a white guy, to know what it is that the black community needs. It's up to me to ask those folks, the people I come into contact with, what does it look like? How have I been seeing it incorrectly? What can I learn from them that I can apply? See, it's not enough to just to black out your social media on a Tuesday. It's not enough to just participate in the conversation. Nothing changes without action. And I know that. See, I thought I had a pass on some level. I equated my own childhood upbringing of being raised in a Jewish home and feeling discrimination from as early as fifth grade and through most of my life. I thought I knew what it must be like. has to be the same experience. I had people pretend to be my friend only to find them the very same people throwing pennies at me and my friends at lunch in school. I was beaten up when I was in fifth grade because I was Jewish. So I must know the black experience. So I never bothered to ask the question because I felt like there was that relationship, at least in my mind, that there was somehow a shared experience. But you know what? It's not a shared experience. My experience is my experience. See, the difference for me was I could walk into a room and buy time. I could walk into a room and buy time before, before people would figure out that I was Jewish. Maybe they would look at me and see my facial features and just assume or think they, that I was or know that I was. Or maybe it was something I said or the way that I said it. But I could always buy time. And I realize what now when I think about it, a black person doesn't have that luxury, if you want to call it a luxury. They're black before they walk in the room, they're black as they enter the room, and they're black while they're there. There's no buying time. I heard a CNN commentator, CNN commentator the other night say, Van Jones, say, my skin is my sin. And in many ways, that's how many African Americans are raised. Realizing that it's a whole different experience for them to walk down the street, to get in a car and take a ride, to drive home at 2 o'clock in the morning. Things that I wouldn't think twice about. So the problem is that I'm not listening. That's not the problem. The problem is I'm not asking the questions, and so many of us are not asking the questions. We're not seeking the answers through powerful questions and then taking definitive action. This is not okay. 
This is not okay. So I realized for myself, I have been neglectful. I have not asked the questions. I have made assumptions. I have not been leading in this conversation. And a leader owns when they're not leading. And the leader does something about it. And I'm going to do something about it. It's going to start with asking questions. It's going to start with getting a clear understanding of not making any assumptions that I somehow know the answers of what will work. But hearing from people who feel it, who've experienced it, who've known it from their earliest experiences. What would healing look like? What would better look like? What can I do? What can we all do to be better here? I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope you'll take the time to look into your own heart. To not just see, well, I'm good. I don't have anything on it. You know, I don't, I don't have a racist bone in my body. But here's the thing. I'm not saying you don't, and I'm not saying you do. But here's what I'm saying. It's not about you. It's not just about you. It's about what happens when your friend, when your loved one leaves you and gets in a car to drive home, and how the rest of the world sees them or perceives them. That's where the healing has to be. Until next time. Thanks for listening in, and if you'd like to follow me or connect with me, you can do so on Facebook and Instagram at Life's a Mitchism.